0: Hey guys, it's me, Deej, from the Nerd Talkalypse Podcast, and I'm just here to hit you with some information before the feature presentation. So here it goes. You can find news, updates, and previous episodes at nerdtalkalypsepodcast.com. We'd also like to invite you to check us out on social media, facebook.com slash nerdtalkalypse, or connect with us on Twitter using hashtag nerdtalkalypse or at nerdtalkalypse. If you'd like to contribute further, we encourage you to indulge in one of our many perks and become a patron at patreon.com slash nerdtocalypse. Nerdtocalypse Podcast is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network. Now go, enjoy the new episode. I hear it's a good one. Welcome, Welcome to the on. Nerd Lab. Get those nerds! 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 Let the nerds take, take, over. take over! Nerd a are you, some kind of
1: nerd? Not some kind of nerd. I am the king of nerds. Nerd!
0: Nerd stuff probably really excites you because you're a nerd.
1: This is the Nerd Talkalypse Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything nerd. We provide the latest and greatest from trending pop culture and fandoms alike. So take a break from killing zombies with your lightsaber, hang up your cape and cowl, and hop onto the Hogwarts Express and ride your way over to Geek Down to fight our gym leaders and hosts of the show, Lane Stipe and Deej Penhollow.
0: Nerds, 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 nerds. Hello, nerd enthusiasts, and thanks for joining us for this week's edition of Nerd Apocalypse Podcast. My
1: name is Lane, and I'm Deej. And as always, we're geeking out weekly with our listeners about our favorite nerd topics: from Marvel and DC Comics, TV and film, Star Wars, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and beyond, Pokemon, The Walking Dead universe, Dragon Ball Z, GT Super, and the films alike. And most things in between.
0: That's right, guys. And here on our show, we express pride in pop culture nerdism and work hard to bring you trending content from all the fandoms you love.
1: Please reach out to us via email, nerdtocalypse at gmail.com, twitter at or simply write up a review on iTunes or facebook.com slash We'd love some listener feedback.
0: What's up nerdthusiasts Thank you for joining us for episode 53 of Nerd Tacalypse
1: yes episode 53 the episode after
0: 52 <laughs> <laughs> All right so today we're going to be discussing the rest of the Arrowverse stuff like we talked about last week yes and two episodes of legends uh one being the finale um and we're gonna we have a bunch of nerd news. Uh, we're gonna do a little bit of a, I, I guess if you want to call it a catch up, we can call it a catch up, but it's not really catch up on what they're new. Oh, catch up on <laughs> what do you like on your hot dog <laughs> relish? All right, um, but yeah, we're gonna talk some news and stuff, some stuff that we haven't talked about in a while. Oh, is that what you
1: mean? The catch up, catch up on news? Yeah. Okay. Catch up
0: on news, but. So, yeah, I guess we should just get right into the news and we'll get right into the We're also going to
1: discuss that amazing new Thor Ragnarok trailer. that was. Yeah, well, we're going to
0: discuss a couple trailers here, uh, Mm. Spider-Man and Thor. Mm. But we're going to go ahead, I guess, yeah, we'll go ahead and move right into the news section right now.
1: It's time for the latest in nerd news with Nerd talk All right. Um, we do not have any Walking Dead news. Being as though the season finale just ended, there's probably not much.
0: Oh, don't forget the shout-out. We got a shout-out Nerds oh. With Words podcast. Thanks for connecting with us on Twitter, and we're going to set up a crossover podcast. We talked to them about it recently.
1: That's how the hell yeah.
0: Yeah. So, And it's the... There's two Nerds With Words out there. Uh, you got to get... I, I, I don't know how to describe what their artwork looks like, but if you're truly interested... Hit me, hit us up on Twitter or Facebook, and I'll I'll direct you to which one they are. And uh, as far as I know, it's two comedians um, who have put together a professional podcast. Just
1: all comedians?
0: (laughs) I don't know. Uh, They've put together a professional podcast where they talk uh, mainly about everything, but nerdy stuff gets put in there. So they've they've um, called it Nerds with Words. So. We're going to set up some sort of crossover event with them for. They've requested a large movie release. Yeah, they discuss all the same stuff we discuss, yes. Not as regularly as we do, but yes. And and I guess they kind of just sit down and talk with each other, and whatever kind of nerd stuff gets sprinkled in gets sprinkled in. But they like all the same stuff. The main host, I don't know his name at the moment, I think his name is Adam he's a humongous spider-man fan
1: nice adam i love spider-man
0: yeah so i told him i said you'll get along great with my co-host he is a a huge spider-man fan as well i said not that i don't like it and i said which one of you is the more you know directed toward dc he goes we like them both but my co-host likes dc more and blah 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 and i was like well you're pretty much the same like not 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 saying that you like marvel more than me or whatever but like we're we're all on the same i mean i like dc more than i like marvel that's yeah exactly
1: in in a, in a whole, you know, that's not to say there's going to be some Marvel things I like better. Like, I like, right now, I like the Marvel TV shows on Netflix a little bit more than the Arrowverse at the moment. It's I
0: agree. True.
1: But, you know, like, Civil War, it's hard to compare anything to Civil War. Civil War was a fucking masterpiece. And yeah. Obviously, without the, it, not minus all the continuity, whatever, just as what it is, it was awesome just to see it all happen. Right. But I don't know, it's just it's hard to say. And I will always believe until the end of time that the DC universe would annihilate the Marvel universe. That's just—I'll always feel that way.
0: Oh, absolutely! And then
1: Dragon Ball Z universe would just annihilate. It. But either one, whatever, <laughs> we can get into that argument at any time.
0: True, very true. But yeah, right, so we're going to try to words, set something hmm. up with them. And also, before before it gets, uh, we talked about it for a while, and we were we were supposed to set up something with uh, the Walking Dead enthusiasts. For a crossover event, but that never happened, um, and I've been on—I've been on their host Sebastian's case about it <laughs> plenty of times. And we will set something up that is happening at some point. If so. anything, we can
1: just save it for the season premiere.
0: Yeah, something like that. We'll, we'll try to get—we'll try to get going
1: um, with them because I ain't gonna waste an awesome crossover like that with fear. You know, it's gonna be on like something
0: important. They don't even talk about fear. <clears throat> well, then yeah, so they hate way. fear. But they, either way. Yeah, they do not they do, they are not a fan of that show. They're very they're very 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 critical of The Walking Dead as it is. Um which works because we I don't want to say we suck its dick, but we love it usually.
1: Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> we suck The Walking Dead's
0: dick. <laughs> um <clears throat> we, we like we usually love what they're doing, you know, whether we have a certain problem. They have problems almost every week with every episode like which is fine.
1: You know, I mean, if we delved into more of, like, the comic book versus the TV show, then I'm sure, you know, too, but we're just trying to have that, not that they're not, like, we're trying to have that fucking idea that it is its own thing. At least, DJ always likes to say, at least it's Robert Kirkman making the decisions. Like, it's not like some other fucktard, like, with the Harry Potter movie, some other person was making decisions. You know, if J.K. Rowling made every decision. It would have been so much better, better probably. Even if things changed, at least it's her fucking vision. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's the uh, the great thing about Fantastic Beasts. That's happening. You know what I mean? She's in there. She's writing the thing. See, but we have nothing to compare it off of either. Yeah, exactly. Which it, is that's that's the reason that I like Fear the Walking Dead, like because I have I don't compare it to anything. It's it's yeah.
1: well, it has its own. I mean, there you know there was probably a whole half a season where we were like, oh, this sucks. Like this is not very good. Yeah, and, but
0: and we're not alone in thinking that either. Everybody fucking hates Fear the Walking Dead. It's not, you know. I mean, I'll never I'll never suck that chose dick like I. Quite,
1: yeah, but I cannot wait to see what they're going. to... They ended so crazy last. Oh season. yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. It was it was a interesting thing but let's go ahead and do the new oh yeah we're already we're already into this thing
1: yeah so we know we don't have any walking dead news uh, but we're gonna start off with some DC
0: universe news now before you read this or do you want me to start this has been the biggest news of the EU this week and it's had people going fucking crazy all over the place <coughs> so you know who Joss Whedon is right yes okay Avengers yes and Buffy yes Okay, he has now. None of this is true. This is all rumor, but he he's attached to the Batgirl film. DC EU's Batgirl. And
1: so they're bothered that he was part of the Marvel and then is doing DC stuff.
0: I I get. I don't know. I, people people were very excited about it. This says
1: right there, the fans were pretty brutal.
0: I'm not sure exactly what exa- what that means, but we'll we'll get there. I haven't read this art this little article that I put in here, but from what I from what I understand. Um. Actually, I think I might say. It. Let's just read this first. Go ahead. So, Warner Brothers and DC generated a ton of buzz on March 30th. Um, it was a Thursday night <clears throat> when people learned that Joss Whedon was near finalizing a deal to write, direct, and produce the Batgirl movie. The creative coup—is that how you say this? Yes. Coup would have or would bring bu- the Buffy creator to his. To DC for his first film after a failed attempt at a Wonder Woman movie years ago. Uh-huh. Patty Jenkins is on the precipice, precipice of beginning of bringing the uh, yeah of bringing the Amazon's first big screen adventure into theaters, and Whedon has since helmed two widely successful uh, Avengers films for Marvel. Though DC now seems committed to expanding their superhero universe to encompass the wider Bat family of characters, some fans have wondered which version of the character would be featured in Whedon's movie. Now, reportedly, it will focus on Barbara Gordon, the New 52 version, written by Gail Simone, uh, who returned under the cape and cowl after a brutal assault from from Joker featured in the pages of The Killing Joke. That's when she gets shot. Yes.
1: So then she and she stops being Batgirl at that point, though.
0: She does, but apparently they're pulling a Felicity smoke, and she will be able to walk again and put the cape and cow back on. Interesting. Um, the continuity tweak in the wake of New 52 Initiative eliminated Barbara's time as Oracle at the computer-savvy support <coughs> role who helped many of the Bat Family characters behind the scenes and instead revealed that Batgirl healed after the Joker's attack. This is in line with a lot of what... DC Films has already established in terms of Batman's history in the world as well as the Joker's eluded war with the Cape Crusader. In Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, Bruce Wayne briefly examines a Robin memorial on display in the Batcave, defaced by the Joker, hinting at the character's tragic demise at the hands of the Clown Prince of Crime. This references the infamous 1988 storyline A Death in the Family, in which fans could call a hotline to decide whether Jason Todd lived or died after a crowbar beating and an exp- and explosion rocked the character dude in In the
1: game Arkham Knight you see a lot of this really yes yeah, interesting crazy
0: so this year says the fans were pretty brutal I don't know what that means <coughs> oh that's what that means the okay. fans were brutal because Jason Todd died okay so how much of Batgirl's character history gets adopted into the cinematic world remains to be seen but there are many directions Whedon could take his new film Barbara has been portrayed as an optimist rising above tragic circumstances <coughs> in the New Fifty Two, an aspect that was more prominent when the Batgirl of Burnside run began with Babs Tar, Brendan Fletcher, and Cameron Stewart's time on the title. Maybe there will be more hints in the Justice League when it comes out. Aside from the, the line that J.K. Simmons, Commissioner Gordon, Barbara's father, when he says, "Batman to Batman is nice to see you playing well with others again." So, right. in uh, this, the next news story, di- cor- directly correlates with this.
1: Uh, yeah, it says uh, Warner Brothers may be planning four Batman films in 2018. So they're going to release four different Batman movies in 2018, or is that what it says in the. Batman ba- is in Bat Family. Okay, that's all right. I was, well, yeah, Batman is in Bat Family, that is. <laughs> the rumor is that the 2018 will helm Gotham City Sirens, Nightwing, Batgirl, and The Batman. This is all speculation and rumor, but hell yeah, sounds dope as fuck. That'd be crazy. Four different Batman Universe movies. Oh, yeah, all in
0: 2018, expanding expanding the DCEU far beyond...
1: What there has been. Yeah, what it, what yeah, but that's out. only expanding, like, Batman.
0: Well, yeah, but... Now, the, the thing I didn't get to add, also, um, I don't know when it's slated for release, probably not in 2018, but Man of Steel 2, there's a little bit of rumor that came out today for that, just a few hours ago. Now, the rumor is... Involves It involves Shazam. Oh, baby. Which apparently <clears throat> has been canceled, so to speak. And Man of Steel Black 2... Black Adam. Yeah, well, the Man of Steel 2 villain will be Black Adam. Right. Is what they're saying. And that so sucks. No, I was
1: looking forward to a Shazam movie.
0: I know, I know. But if our hopes get answered, then it will be...
1: Yeah, Man of Steel will feature... Man of Steel 2 will feature Billy Batson's son. Yes.
0: And that would be interesting. I was really hoping that Man of Steel 2 would be like Brainiac or something like that. But honestly, I hope, I bet you that Man of Steel 2 will feature a few of Superman's rogues.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I hope so.
0: Um, but mainly Black Adam and then Shazam. Hopefully, that, dude, if the movie ends with Shazam and Black Adam or Shazam and Superman fighting Black Adam, that would be crazy.
1: But yeah. If that happens at all in the movie?
0: Now there, the, these are the only two big DC items that uh, I picked up for the for the news. There's there's a lot out there, but since Nerd Talk Lives podcast is an aggregate of nerd culture, I only pick the things that are trending. The trending topic, the big trending topics, right? So that means dude, we could spend days talking about news all day. Oh know. yeah, dude, we could have episode after episode about news, but that's not what we're here for, right? So that takes us right into Marvel yes Um, we're
1: going to talk about the Thor trailer real quick which was fucking dope
0: came out today titled
1: Thor Ragnarok (laughs) now I know what you're thinking how did this happen well it's a long story Dead. What have you brought today? Tell me.
0: A contender.
1: It's main event time.
0: And now, I give you your incredible... Yes! We know each
1: other. He's a friend from work.
0: Oh, come on. Now, I did, I have no idea. I read an article this morning after the trailer came out um, that said that the trailer was, that the movie was coming out in October. Right. And then, when we see the trailer, it says November, so... That that,
1: that might have been false. Yeah, October it could thing. have
0: been. I'm not really sure.
1: <clears throat> but, now, the the trailer starts... You know, Th- Thor's, like, fighting with somebody, throws his hammer at this bitch, and she fucking catches it and just disintegrates it. Right. Like, it just explodes the fuck out of it, like... And then we learn that that woman's name is Hela.
0: So, Hela possesses attributes common to <laughs> Asgardian gods... She possesses superhuman strength, speed, stamina, agility, and durability. When wearing her cloak, she is far stronger than the vast majority of her race. Her vast strength has allowed her to engage in sustained hand-to-hand combat with Thor. Like all Asgardians, she is resistant she has resistance to magic. Hela has a vast has vast mystical powers which she can use for various effects like limitless astral projection. While retaining many of her powers and abilities, firing deadly bolts of energy from her hands, which can kill or age age even Asgardians. Levitation and creation of illusions, her most powerful ability is her Hand of Glory, a technique that uses mystical energy to enhance the strength of her punch or even kill an Asgardian. Wow. As a death goddess, Hela has a pact with death, allowing her to claim the souls of any worshipper of the Asgardians and the Asgardians themselves um and have them and and take them to hell or nif, nif niflheim Niflheim I guess I don't know I can't tell if there's it right here
1: Oh no no time. It's
0: like N I F L Niflheim Niflheim. I don't know <laughs> Milfheim Milfheim uh as well as the or, uh, as well as being able to travel nearly anywhere within nine worlds in an instant uh, while Hela's touch is fatal to mortals, as well as she is capable of stealing their souls into Hell, she generally did not claim the souls of mortal heroes, leaving that task to the Valkyries who took the souls uh, souls of heroes to Valhalla. Hela is usually willing to wait until a person has died before Niflheim.
1: Niflheim. <laughs> <Nippelheim.
0: laughs> uh. Hell is usually willing to wait until a person has died before claiming the soul, but she can kill <clears throat> a healthy human or even Asgardian with a single touch. Her touch of death is what it's called. Hell is also willing to use her illusions to kill living Asgardians. Hell also has the ability to restore dead Asgardians to life, providing their spirits have not passed to the afterlife, but she rarely used these abilities. Hell always wears a mag- her magical cloak, which enhances her strength and keeps her young and healthy. The goddess has jet black hair and bright green eyes. Without the cloak, Hela reverts to her true form. In this form, half of her body is healthy and beautiful, while the other half is decaying. Without the cloak, Hela is very weak and can barely move. And her powers are greatly reduced. She is unable to levitate or even stand and cannot project mystical bolts. Hela does not need to wear the cloak. Simply touching it is enough to restore her to her stronger form. The left side of her body appears dead and decayed, though it appears alive and though it appears alive and beautifully healthy while she wears her cloak. Okay, interesting. Hell is often named after, or er, ar- she's often armed with her knight sword and is a proficient swordsman, swordswoman.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, Hella can command all of the dead who dwell in Hell in Niflheim, but she has no power over the dead in Valhalla. So. That is some shit.
1: Yeah, so she's pretty crazy. So uh, that that trailer makes more sense. And she's to.
0: played by Kate Blanchett mm. in this movie.
1: But yeah, so she does that, and then I guess it seems like she destroys, or her and her army destroys Asgard, or at least that's what they're making it seem like. And then Thor is captured and forced to fight tournament style, gladiator style, uh, against the Incredible Hulk, which we see. You see a lot of that on a uh, Planet Hulk. Planet Hulk, yes. <coughs> now. The thing I'm interested about is that in the comic books Ragnarok is a clone of Thor, part cyborg clone of Thor mix-up thing by made by, you know, Reed Richards and Tony Stark. So I don't know what they're meaning by Thor Ragnarok in this movie. Is it going to be is that clone going to come or what? Like
0: I don't know, but I'm hoping that we get to see Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray Bill would be awesome. Just because I want to see that fucker. He's cool.
1: He showed up in uh, Planet Hulk.
0: Now, I do know that Thor eventually obtains his axe in this film. Yeah. Obviously, because his fucking hammer gets destroyed at the beginning. Yeah. he ex- he His axe is named Yarnbjorn.
1: I read that just a second ago, too.
0: That's pretty interesting.
1: Oh, Hank Pym, Ray, Reed Richards, and Tony Stark. Well, that's quite the team up, man. They, they Didn't could...
0: all three of them also create Ultron <coughs> originally? Yeah. Hank
1: Pym created Ultron, originally.
0: Only Hank Pym. From what I seen, yes. Okay.
1: From what I watched on the on Netflix, that cartoon Marvel cartoon show, I watched a little bit. He created the Ultron to be. It's kind of like Jarvis, I think. Like it was like Ultron was one mindset, but it had a bunch of robots that were like the prison guards. Oh. Okay. And he had like a, a prison that was like this big. Right, and it was in the in the minuscule dimension or the molecule dimension, whatever the right. fuck it's called. and that's and then that and then then in that, Ultron came out and fucked shit up. But in the show, dude, was, I can't
0: wait for Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, I think, I think that that movie is gonna be because Michael Michael Douglas is coming back to be in that movie.
1: What the guy that played the original Ant Man, the trained that trained the guy
0: who plays Hank Pym.
1: I he's gonna try to cause. That's what I thought was gonna happen because he's like, you can go there and back, so you could probably rescue, yeah, the wasp and
0: bring. I her. think that's gonna be the premise of the movie. They're gonna <clears> go to the, to the, whatever dimension that is, yeah. and go, get her. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, that'll be really cool. It'll be it'd be cool to see Hank Pym suit back up. Yeah, of course. And be some Ant Man shit. Do I, some Ant Man shit.
1: That'd be as shit. But whatever. Right. Um. so yeah we talked about that that trailer was awesome it was real short I'm sure we're, we're gonna get a couple more yeah it was just it a out. teaser <clears throat> but just seeing Hulk again when he like, sees Hulk he's like yeah we're friends and then Hulk's like oh, I'm still gonna kick your fucking ass so. right yeah I can ain't,
0: ain't <laughs> get the fuck out of here unless uh, I kick your ass
1: I wonder how they're gonna cause in the uh, in the I... movie they sh- they send him off in a rocket Yeah. whatever and then he's like pissed but I don't I wonder if they're gonna explain why he's there
0: Probably. I, I mean, hope so. I hope they probably explain gonna why be the just like the Hulk, the Planet Hulk storyline. I bet you mm-hmm. that everything that we just saw was the opening of the film. Yeah. Like that. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm 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 almost betting that about half that film is gonna be Planet Hulk, and then the rest of it's gonna be the Ragnarok stuff.
1: See, what Ragnarok is it's the cloning. I don't know. I hope I don't know. I'm not starting to just completely change what Ragnarok means, which is not. Uh, far out of the realm of possibility with these mo- these fucking comic book movies,
0: right? Yeah, oh yeah. Considering <clears throat> Civil War was nothing like its comic book counterpart, yeah.
1: But that would be fucking expensive. It would be billions of dollars to
0: have that many
1: superheroes fighting at once. Like,
0: yeah. I mean, I don't know, dude. But what
1: they had, dude, what they can, you know, it's what what to, to, what's feasible for live action. They did a pretty goddamn good. Like,
0: yeah. Now the only thing, as far as live action stuff like that goes, the only thing that I truly believe that they cannot fuck up. If the DCEU decides someday that they're going to do Crisis, they better get that shit on point.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Because you know how many people are going to be fucking pissed if they don't If they don't ruin fucking, Crisis? If they ruin Crisis, yeah. Oh, yeah, Now, the only way that they, I think, dude, how cool would it be, man, if they did Crisis as like a Netflix original series and morphed the DCEU with a CW?
1: That'd be something, man, but I don't know.
0: For just a little bit of time.
1: Yeah, but in Crisis, only one of the Flashes survive and stuff, so it's going to be, you know, just as an example, like, only one, eventually, it becomes one Earth, and then only one of every person survives. Right. Everybody else is erased, except for a select few that somehow made it, you know, like Power Girl made it uh, Alexander Luther, and the other Superman.
0: It would just be cool for... Yeah, it would be awesome. ...all of that to happen, and then, you know, maybe that'd be the end of the CW shows, and let the movies continue on, but, like, I just want to see, like, I want to see, like, Henry Cavill and Tyler Hoechlin, Superman, meeting each other, and (laughs) Supergirl meeting whoever, and, like, Barry, uh, Grant Gustin and Ezra Miller meeting in the Speed Force or something.
1: I don't know, maybe, but, like, the crisis takes place from, memory, he's dead in the beginning. Like, you know, he's seen everything, so it's, he doesn't really ever meet anybody else. That's true. Either way, it would be cool, but... Right now we're gonna talk for the new trailer for Spider-Man homecoming. What's up guys? So to become an Avenger, are there like trials or an interview? Do me a favor. Can't you just be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man? Just
0: stay close to the ground. You're the Spider-Man from YouTube.
1: Can you summon an army of spiders? No, Ned, no. Do you know him too? I shield. Can I try the suit on?
0: Badass. The rich and the powerful, like Stark, they don't care about us. The world's changing, boys. Time we change too. These weapons are crazy dangerous. Listen,
1: Peter, forget the flying monster guy. There are people who handle this sort of thing.
0: Your League of Weapons barry was at 2.30. You missed it. No, 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 no. What if somebody had died? I was just trying to be like you. I wanted you to be better. I'm going to need the suit back. But I'm nothing without this suit. If you're nothing without this suit, then you shouldn't have it. I screwed up.
1: You need to stop carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders. I want you to understand. I'll do anything to protect my family. I know you know what I'm talking about. So don't mess with me. Because I will kill you and everybody you love. My friends are
0: up there. The guy is still out there. I have just got to do this on my own.
1: Just don't do anything stupid. I got this. All right? Yeah. New trailer has been released. Which one we watched? When did we watch this?
0: Um,
1: dude, it's been, it's been a little while, so it's been out for a little bit. Yeah, I was like, Is there another one? Like, I, I,
0: I no, it's that it's the same one, it's the the latest one. Like, with
1: him, when Tony says to him, he goes, If you're nothing with if you have yeah. if you
0: are something, if you're nothing without your suit, then you're no hero
1: or something, right? It's like, really, Tony Stark, yeah,
0: <sighs> but, what's your superpower?
1: I'm rich, yeah. Playboy Billionaire Playboy Philanthropist or whatever he says.
0: Doesn't play well with the... Yeah.
1: This trailer gives viewers a much better sense of the goals for the villainous Vulture, played by Michael Keaton, and the personal conflict that arises between Spider-Man and Iron Man. As described by Keaton himself, along with the producer and director of Spider-Man Homecoming previously, Adrian Toomes is a blue-collar worker who runs a salvage company, possibly damage control. Damage Control is a fictional construction company appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. The company specializes in repairing the property damage caused by conflicts between superheroes and supervillains. Interesting.
0: So very much like what Powerless was supposed to be.
1: Yeah. Uh, that cleans up after major superhero battles. After the events of Captain America Civil War, a government organization led by white-collar superhero Tony Stark pushes Tomb's company out. So Tombs becomes the Vulture. Along with his partners, Shocker and the Tinkerer... He begins using the technology his company salvaged to build powerful weapons to sell to criminals. It seems that Spider-Man has his eyes set on becoming an Avenger. However, having lived that life for years, Iron Man cautions him against it and instead encourages him to be a street-level, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. In Spider-Man Homecoming, a young Peter Parker-slash-Spider-Man who made his essential debut in Captain America Civil War, sensational debut, I'm sorry, begins to navigate his newfound identity as the web-slinging superhero in Spider-Man Homecoming. Thrilled by his experience with the Avengers, Peter returns home where he lives with his Aunt May, <laughs> <laughs> under the watchful eye of his new mentor, Tony Stark. Peter tries to fall back into his normal daily routine, distracted by thoughts of proving himself to be more than just your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. But when the vulture emerges as a new villain, everything that Peter holds most important will be threatened.
0: I love you it. it. I can't That's... wait for the movie. Yeah. July 7th for that. Now, this next news article directly correlates to that. So, this is a little upsetting, but I think I've got a bit of an understanding on it. So, Spider-Man, Tom Holland Spider-Man, may exit the Marvel Cinematic Universe after the Homecoming sequel. So, they're going to do another sequel to this movie, and then he may exit the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: That sucks.
0: But... In a, in a way I, I get it so here's it says, when the news broke that Spider-Man will be swinging into the Marvel Cinematic Universe fans of the hero understandably freaked out after all the teenage vigilante has been missing from the massive franchise since it kicked off in 2008 but Spider-Man's absence was not out of choice instead the issue came down to film rights since Sony Pictures had a vice grip on the iconic hero however in a landmark deal between the studio um, Sony and Marvel an agreement was made which would lend Spider-Man to the MCU this year fans will get another look at how spider-man fits into the expansive universe thanks to spider-man homecoming the solo feature will see tom holland replies to his role as peter parker alongside <laughs> robert Downey jr the hero will then reappear in Avengers: infinity war before a sequel to homecoming launches in 2019 but then what happens fans have not been made privy to the details of sony and marvel's agreement but they did get a stark reminder that it may <laughs> not last forever a stark reminder yeah that's punny In a recent interview with Cosmic Book News via Collider, former Sony Pictures head Amy Pascal talked about her efforts in getting Spider-Man to the MCU. It was during the conversation that the producer seemingly implied that Sony's contract with Marvel and Disney will run out after the Homecoming sequel debuts. At that point, it will be up to Sony to decide if they should re-up on the deal, and that is not a guarantee.
1: Well, it dep- well, they've or- well, Sony hasn't been doing a very good job of making Spider-Man movies, apparently, so...
0: Right. Well, if, kills I mean, it. if anybody can get them off the ground, maybe <clears throat> they can run with it afterward.
1: See, it's funny to me, though, that Marvel has to borrow Spider-Man from Sony. Like, Marvel. I know. That
0: created Spider-Man
1: <laughs> has to borrow its own character. Right. Uh, hey, that's so stupid to me.
0: So, this next thing here is a quote from Pascal. Uh, one of the things that I think is so amazing about this experience is that you don't have studios deciding to work together to make a film very often. In fact, it may never happen again after we do the sequel uh, because Sony and Disney and Marvel all decided that the right thing to do was to allow Peter Parker and Spider-Man to be in the MCU and to work with the Marvel guys and have them produce this film. Because Sony's definitely making money off of it. Right. Oh, yeah. I I believe there's there's a stipulation in there. Sony... Marvel puts it out and Sony gets like a, a, a pretty nice percentage of it and Sony's allowed to market it or something like that. It's a weird deal. Like right. I, I was I don't know. It's very strange. Some I was listening to another podcast, they were talking about it in in depth. Like but uh so far Spider Man's inclusion in the MCU has helped garner support for Sony in its third go with the hero. The hero's on-screen legacy is complicated. It is a complicated one as the <coughs> studio has had two previous tries to make the Spider-Man franchise stick with mixed results. By having the superhero be a part of the MCU, it gives Sony new ground to work with as they, as well as his established franchise to lean on. When Spider-Man appeared in Captain America Civil War, fans went wild over the character. But as Spider-Man continues to grow, there's always a chance that Sony may want to pull out of Marvel and go out on their own. For now, only time will tell how long Spider-Man gets to stay in the MCU. Marvel is using the character wisely by keeping him close to the Avengers and using him only when need be. Hopefully, all three companies will be able to find a way to keep the creative flow going and keep Spider-Man where he fits best. Now, I think that if they do it this way... Because Sony's also doing a Venom film. like
1: well, What also Sony has to worry about, too, is that if... Spider-Man does make a humongous impact in in these movies and people love him. People are they're going to be pissed off at Sony if they decide, "Oh, yeah, we don't want to let you use Spider-Man anymore." Like, right. People are going to fucking riot against Sony for that.
0: Now, the the there there's a there's a few things here. Like, what happened? I mean, Marvel since Marvel came out with all their movies, it has been they they've released them in phases. Yeah, I mean, Thor, let's see, Iron Man, Thor, you know, all the original ones, Hulk, that was all phase one. And then phase two was their sequels and, and so on and so forth. And I believe that Infinity War starts phase four. Phase three ended with Civil War. Or no, phase three ends, Some I don't know, it's complicated. <clears throat> but I, right. I think Infinity War starts phase four and then also ends when part two comes out or something, something like that. So after Infinity War, you know what I mean, where do they go depending on how it ends, where what happens? You can't just keep putting out a Thor 4 and a Thor 5 and a Thor, you know what I mean? Something there has to be a culmination somewhere. And that's what that's what they've said about Infinity War that it is the culmination of what we've seen so far. It is the season finale of the Avengers story. So if Marvel is going to, you know, or if Sony's going to take back Spider-Man and put him on firm ground in his own, you know, back in New York City. While Marvel explores, what's that bitch's name? Miss Marvel. Oh, uh, Captain Marvel. Whatever you want to call her. Well, they explore that and explore, you know, a couple more obscure characters in their own um, storyline. Plus, there's sequels to Doctor Strange. You know what I mean? All that there's
1: stuff. There's so much more. You know, to they're home. gonna
0: get they're gonna get a little weird on us. You know what I mean? While tom holland you know keeps a steady job continues to play spider-man on the sony side who has firm foundation um you know from disney marvel and if they can do venom correctly hopefully this deal with them has has allowed somebody from over there to be like hey while you're doing venom here's some notes like do it right and then Tom Holland can hop back over to Sony,
1: and I and, think I, don't, I think a Venom movie without Spider-Man is going to be stupid.
0: I agree. I don't understand why they're doing it, but hmm. you know, maybe maybe it'll all work out. The only thing we can do is have faith in Marvel because they've not really let us down yet.
1: Yeah, but Sony's the one making the fucking
0: the yeah, it's a fucking Venom movie. Like, I
1: don't know.
0: They have to have some. They have to have some correlation to, to Marvel. I. I, I, I I have I a hard mean, time believing that, with all the success of Tom Holland, that they would be like, let's make a shit Venom movie, like.
1: Right, it's not that necessarily going to be shit, but it's just like, what is Venom without fighting Spider-Man? Like.
0: Yeah, I don't know why. Like, what they're just going to have like the Eddie Brock story? Like, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty strange. <laughs> but, I mean, he might very well make a cameo in the film, or like maybe in in the Spider-Man Homecoming sequel, we'll get some sort of like. Oh, back home, you know what I mean. Like, there's a new guy tearing up New York. Like, he might say some shit about it. Like, you know what I mean. That'll just continue to let fans speculate forever. But you know, it is what it is. I guess
1: we'll see. We just have to hope. Have hope. All right. Now we're gonna get into some Star Wars news. This is shit that I don't really care about. That I'm like, this has is an Obi Wan Solo film possibly in the works, and a Darth Vader Darth Vader Solo film in the works. I think they're going to overdo it. Like, I, hell yeah, Darth Vader one, sure. But I don't really know, care about an Obi-Wan solo film. I've seen him enough. Like, Yeah. And I don't really feel like he needs one. Yeah. Darth Vader, you. sure. You know, maybe even Yoda as a younger, you know, way before all this, that would be cool. But I don't see the point of Obi-Wan solo film, in my opinion.
0: Right. And I don't know why it's so intriguing to people to want to know what happened after... Episode 3 and why he ended up on Tatooine, that seems boring. He was like a hermit.
1: Yeah, he probably didn't do anything spectacular. He, he just went there and lived. Like, yeah, I mean, I could totally. The movies is going to be him
0: farming and yeah, like waking if he, up. If, and, if he had some crazy story for Luke, like when he first met Luke, and he was just like, oh, oh. You uh, will not believe the shit I went through to get to this <laughs> planet. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, but he never, there's zero preface for this story, so I am with you on that.
1: I'm not, I don't
0: really care to read all of that. No, that's fine. We don't have to. And now, then, the Darth Vader thing seems pretty interesting.
1: Yeah. Now, it's going to apparently starring Hayden. Hayden. What's his last name? Christensen. Hayden Christensen. Star Wars Celebration Orlando will be hosting quite the lineup for its 40 years of Star Wars panel. In honor of the franchise's 40th anniversary this year. The lineup of famous names, including Mark Hamill, Anthony Daniels, Peter Mayhew, Billy D. Williams, Ian McDiarmid, Lucasfilm pres- president Kathleen Kennedy, and Clone Wars slash Rebels producer Dave Filoni. However, there will also be a prodigal son returning to the celebration for the first time in a long time, Hayden Christensen. So the fact that he's even going to be part of the panel makes it seem like he's going to be involved about with some stuff. With something, yeah. Because why else? The timing has us wondering, is Christensen simply returning to the Star Wars Celebration Orlando due to the anniversary occasion, or does the actor have project with the Lucasfilm lined up? Could there be a Star Wars Darth Vader movie in the works? I, I hope so. That'd be cool. But, I don't know, that's, that's interesting. I mean,
0: yeah, I... I as, much as, as much as people fucking hated Hayden, I think... I mean, he... You know, who else? If you're going to do a... Uh, a Star Wars movie that follows Darth Vader after episode 3 through 4 see, and see him destroy all the Jedi.
1: <clears throat> see, what does it matter who it is? It's some guy in a in a fucking suit. Exactly. So it's like, not going to really matter. It's, I don't know. You know, it's never going to be Hayden Christensen. It's going to be some guy in a Darth Vader suit voiced by fucking James, James Earl Jones. Jones, yeah. So I don't even see why how that even would work.
0: The only the only thing I could think is if you know, if he see, see him in the suit. Yeah.
1: But other than that, what the fuck? It doesn't matter. like,
0: Right. So yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Uh, so the last little bit of thing here is just basically a new theory. It's a little obscure. Um, I don't know how I feel about it, but ever since The Force Awakens came out, the world has been trying to figure out the identity of one character in particular, and that is...
1: Supreme Leader Snoke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, fans, a fan's theory has had some new light on the name of this character. In fact, that it may not be a name at all, but an acronym. Now, this acronym sheds no light on the identity of the character, but it is interesting to think about. So, let's break it down. So, you got S-N-O-K-E. Now, this is, uh, I don't even know what the what word you want to use, but it's, it's preceded by the letter A. Um, this comes from a quote from Luke and Leia. I don't know where the quote exists, but whatever. So, the acronym is A, Sith. No one at, knew existed.
1: Yep. S N O K E. Right. So
0: apparently, Luke and Leia made a deal for Sith to never exist after the death of Darth Vader and Palpatine himself. Now, what's really interesting here is when it comes to Supreme Leader Snoke, Luke and Leia discussed about this character and described him as a Sith no one ever or a Sith no one knew existed, which equals out to Snoke. It would be it would make a whole lot of sense why he's named that. Interesting. So that would be yeah. I mean, I. Maybe it's not as obscure as I th- originally thought, but...
1: I don't know. It's not the worst thing I've ever read.
0: No, but I, I mean, it, it puts to bed a lot of the other bullshit theories out there. Yeah. But I mean, I've always thought that Snoke wasn't really his name. Like, Right. You know, that it was... You know what I mean? Like fucking Darth Sidious. Like, that guy's name is fucking Palpatine. Chief Palpatine.
1: Yeah, right. They call him
0: Darth Sidious. Same with... Vader, it's Anakin Skywalker, you know what I mean? So, Supreme Leader Snoke is not, I never once thought that that was for sure his name. It's definitely not a first given name. Yeah, his name is John Snoke. Like, John Snow. John Snow. It's weird that you chose John. I don't know. Bill Snoke. (laughs) (laughs) But, regardless, that was your news for this week. Yeah, so we're going to get right into our
1: Arrowverse, which is all we're talking about this week. Getting into Supergirl first. This is all last week's Arrowverse, and then we're going to get into this week's Arrowverse, which was just Legends, and it was its season finale. So this Supergirl season two, episode seventeen, titled "Distant Sun." It was directed by Kevin Smith. So we get another Kevin Smith episode, which is hell yes. I was like seeing his name out there. It's a uh, because you just. I feel for him. You know, he, he has to. He has nothing could be making him happier than doing this right
0: now. Oh, absolutely. Got to get this. We got to get this guy on Daredevil. Arrow. Something,
1: man. Um, So Kara is attacked by an alien bounty hunter. Or more or less, uh, an alien bounty hunter is in in the city, and it's wreaking havoc, and then Kara shows up, and then he proceeds to fight with her, and she wins. But they find a little token thing on her. A little, like, a hologram chip. Yeah. Whatever the hell you want to call it. And it is a bounty. So somebody had put a bounty on Kara, so they're, like, you know, at the DEO, they're like, fuck, like... We got to prepare for more of this, obviously, because right. So uh, Monel suspects his parents put out the bounty in hopes that he will abandon the Earth if she is dead. So Monel believes his parents, which is a very good—that's uh, what I would think too. Like,
0: yeah, absolutely. You know, who the fuck are else are is going to do cards. this? Like,
1: who else has that kind of money too? Like, I don't know. I can't remember what they use. They referred to as the money, but yeah, who else has two hundred million crowns or whatever the fuck they called it? Like something was, like that. Um his suspicion is true after john telepathically interrogates one of the hunters it's funny because one of the hunters came and he was kind of telepathic and he was controlling mon L to fight supergirl and she finally like finally she fucking punches him he's like i'm and like but he was already undone by the speller or whatever and right she's like oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry it's so, pretty
0: nice It's one of the first instances of of mind control that that we've seen in any of these shows that allowed mon L to actually be present in his own mind, but just not in control of what he was doing. So we just, it it was it was nice for, it was nice context for the fight itself because Supergirl wasn't exactly like
1: it was more like he was just controlling his body opposed to his mind.
0: Right. Yeah. So it was like he was just like it's not me. I don't know. So Supergirl was like more concerned for anything. So he, she was there the whole time, and it was just it was it was interesting. It was like, I can't stop. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah.
1: But uh, so. Uh, but but John tele- he interrogates him because you know he walks into the cell and like he does his little eye thing and the bad guy I can't remember his name or whatever but he like he's like bring it on or whatever and then that guy went oh and then John's like I got him like I am the superior telepath like yeah
0: he damn well should be yeah that's right the first part of Martian Manhunter that they've used correctly yeah since the start of the show
1: <clears throat> so then Kara suggests she and Monel meet with Raya uh, Monel's mother to talk her down like you know don't you know what the fuck. <laughs> However, Raya refuses to listen and attempts to kill Kara using two kryptonite size. if people don't know what size are, it's the same weapons Raphael uses.
0: Dude, um, but <laughs> so I was listening to I was listening to one of Kevin Smith's other podcasts about um, it's called Edumacation. It's really cool, actually. You would really like it, Lane. I should. Um, it's just a it's just a uh, to you know one guy and and Kevin Smith. Kevin just gets really stoned, and the other guy is like a. Uh, he calls himself Professor Andy McElfridge, but he's not a real professor Kevin Smith gets really stoned Kevin yeah Kevin Smith gets really stoned and then listens to this guy tell like um, cocktail party science interesting so you just learn like a bunch of little factoids that like you never really cared to know about in the first place it's yeah. kind of like mind blow you know what I mean right okay and uh, Kevin just reacts really stoned that's interesting it. yeah it's cool it's, uh, there's like <clears throat> four parts of the show like four atriums like the sigh the Phi the <clears throat> Y and the by. It's really, it's really cool. It's Does really
1: it have cool. to do anything with the Yeah, sides? yeah. At the
0: beginning of the episode, he's talking about his Supergirl episode. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I just directed this episode of Supergirl. And he goes, and there's fucking two kryptonite size in this. Shit. He goes, when the fuck do you ever see that shit? He goes, that was my fucking idea. <laughs> he, he goes, you never ever see that shit ever. I thought it was cool. Yeah, it, it was funny. And then he said that at the very beginning of the episode, when Monel was making Carter breakfast, mm-hmm. he said uh, he, he walked over to Melissa Benoist and he goes, hey, because right, right before whatever happens, she goes, oh, crap, and then, like, leaves the, the, to go fight something or whatever. Right. He, said, he said, I walked over to Melissa Benoist, and I looked at her, and he goes, I said, hey, say, uh, oh, crap tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and Melissa's like, all right, I'll do that. So she goes, oh, crap tonight. And he goes, yes. And he kept it. He's like, I'm using that. He put it in his cut. And he's like, he's like, I went back to watch the episode. Fucking wasn't in there. <laughs> and I was, it just was so funny to me. I was like, hell yeah, I would have fucking. How did you not
1: make sure it was in there? I don't. I don't. He doesn't have anything to do with the final cut. Oh, that's like, funny. They're like, no, we can't say crap. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it just it
0: made me laugh so hard. I that's was like, a, holy shit!
1: You would never know that unless you heard Kevin Smith talk about it. That's, that's what I'm
0: saying. Like, I was, I told a couple of other DC podcasts about that. I was like, you need to go listen to that story. It's fucking hilarious. Oh Kraptonite. He's like I'm fucking making it happen. He goes, "At some at some point she Somebody's, will say Kraptonite.
1: That's funny as shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so, I would share that story. But yeah, so she like fucks her up and you know she stabs her with it and it is Kryptonite. So it could be a Kryptonite pillow and you could smack her. You know, it doesn't really matter what they're made of. Right. Or it doesn't matter what the Kryptonite is made into, I guess I should say. Uh, Monell agrees to leave Earth in exchange for Kara's life. Meanwhile, after an encounter with a former girlfriend of Maggie's, Alex learns Maggie admitted to telling her that she cheated on the woman, which prompts a frank discussion. With Alex asking Maggie to trust her with her secrets. Yeah, well, well yeah, that's the that's the frank discussion. It's just a little back love story. It's not really relevant to the storyline, but it's Alex's storyline, so I guess it matters. Right. If this show was titled, titled Alex Danvers, then
0: that would be the most relevant thing <laughs> ever. Yeah. For...
1: But, uh, so against the president's orders, John helps Carr rescue Monell. he He, like, teleports into... They use that fucking same teleporter that they used to get to that other planet that one time. Right. And they rescued all those prisoners.
0: Which was also in Kevin Smith's last episode.
1: Yeah. And, uh, they use it to get onto the ship because Wynn is a fucking genius and he programmed it to do so. <laughs> so, uh... He goes up there and she pulls out the size again, but it's like first off, he beats the piss out of everybody. As like he looked like Supergirl, right? And then she pulls out the size and she's like, "Why isn't it weakening you or whatever?" And, he, and then he just—it's fucking John Jones. I called it. You sure uh, did. Uh, so uh, he helps car rescue Monel from his parents' ship, and after a fierce battle, King Largan agrees to let Monel stay on Earth. He goes—he's well, like, pretty much understandably, he goes, "Well, he's not going to be happy with us. Why make him come like?" Yep. He's going to resent us forever if this is the way that he is brought home.
0: Right. He said no less than three times. He's like, the boy's made his decision.
1: Yeah. Um, the president is real to be an alien when she is like, uh, I'm not sure what kind of alien. It kind of looked like a mix between a white Martian and labia face. I don't really know. What <laughs>
0: Which the is weird. Like, this isn't, we knew she was an alien already. Yeah, but. There, I guess it was just like the show's way of being like, yep, she is an alien. We're reminding so all, you because no. I
1: fucking forgot about it. Like, right. So Araya kills Largan for what she views as his betrayal and vows to return to Earth to reclaim Monel. So she is not done wreaking havoc. So right. Which is fucked. You kill your own goddamn husband just to get your son back. Like, what are you gaining? Like <laughs> You're <laughs> killing yeah, somebody know. that would she, be by your side and then to try to go after somebody that doesn't want to be by your side. What the fuck? Yeah, she's fucking Logic. crazy. But yeah, it was a good episode. I you know, I didn't really have any complaints about it. It was it was well done. Right. Right. Nothing no. super awesome happened, but it was still, it was cool.
0: Now, this episode of The Flash was awesome, yet disappointing at the same time, but still pretty fucking cool.
1: It, yeah, it was just, I mean not disappointing of how it was done but it's disappointing about what we thought we were going to find out and yeah, didn't
0: unfortunately but, uh, but i mean you get a lot of interesting interesting things well, Oh, so, for sure now i don't know if we wrote it down but there's something interesting <laughs> in here I, I guess we'll get to it when we get to it but uh so flash season 3 episode 18 abracadabra
1: abracadabra
0: so abracadabra is seen stealing
1: Alakazam how to say it sorry
0: <laughs> abracadabra is seen stealing technology uh, of which we do not know um and he is performing some amazing feats. <coughs> so at the beginning of the episode he like puts two guys in a tank and like ma- you know magically and starts filling it with water which was f- uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. Um I because yeah, details like that would have to be one of the worst ways to die. I just uh drowning scares the shit out of me. Like I Unless just it's uh, drowning in pussy. Like, I just can't imagine holding your breath until you can't hold it anymore, being underwater, and you're just like, what the fuck? I can't do anything. And you have to breathe in water. Like You've obviously never had a girl pee on your face. But you know what I mean, though? Like, if you were submerged and you couldn't do anything about it and you couldn't get any more air, you'd eventually run out and you'd have to breathe in, and that would be the hardest decision. Yeah, it would. Like, you'd have to just be like, well, fuck. I'm fucked.
1: It would either be that or you hold your breath so long that you actually pass out.
0: And then, uh, yeah, your body would just breathe unintention- unintentionally? Yeah, while you're out. Fuck. <laughs> either <laughs> That's way. horrifying.
1: Yes. I don't know, I've learned, they say a lot of the worst way to die is by drowning. I've read that somewhere, but my buddy Bobby made a very good point that I will agree with wholeheartedly. He said, no, I believe it would be starving to death. Yeah. You know, if you drown, sure, it's horrible, but it's not going to last that long. True. Starving to death is months, like, you know, like weeks of just dying, like, Yeah. you know, simply starving to death has dog has to be the worst way.
0: Yeah, it would probably be. Have to be.
1: It would probably be the most uncomfortable way. Would be the most. It would be horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine Uh, how bad your stomach hurts when you're hungry if you haven't eaten all day. Imagine that three weeks of no food or water whatsoever. Like, oh my god. Would it be three
0: weeks? I'd
1: have no idea. But regardless, even one week, one week of nothing, no nothing whatsoever.
0: Like, yeah, that would be be horrible. That would be torturous. But, But regardless, we digress. While the Flash shows up and to confront him, Gypsy shows up right after, and um, she's after Abracadabra. Um, he does an interesting card trick and then disappears. Yeah, it just like flutters a
1: deck of cards, but it ended up being like a almost an infinite amount of cards. It was really cool. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a smoke screen, a glorified smoke screen. Yeah. Like arrow does, he'll shoot an arrow down, and will go poof and he'll go he'll be gone, but this is a little bit more creative.
0: <laughs> so back at Star Labs we find out that he is from the sixty fourth century and gypsy is after him for crimes on her earth. So we did the math. That is the year sixty three hundred.
1: Four thousand years from now.
0: Right crazy so she explains that he is using technology to pull off feats that seem like magic they track him to a warehouse of some sort where else um, yeah a fucking warehouse of course <laughs> where Kid Flash Gypsy and Vibe surround him only for him to actually be a hologram he then teleports to Star Labs and Caitlin alerts the Flash and he shows up out of nowhere and handcuffs him yeah like he like went from there to there boom, boom and handcuffs immediately it was pretty cool uh, he tells Barry that if he doesn't, or, yeah, if he doesn't let Gypsy take him, he will divulge information about Savitar, who he is, why he's doing what he's doing, etc. So they lock him in the pipeline, which apparently not even his magic can get out of, which is pretty, it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, but fucking music fucking Meister. Yeah. Could get out of, like, what the fuck? It's pretty it's funny. Weird. They got this, they got music Meister horribly wrong, but they got this guy really fucking accurate. Yeah. So it's interesting the way they're doing that. So
0: Joe, finally not being able to take it anymore, decides to confront Abracadabra and says he will release him for the promised info. So Joe just really wants to know who avatar is so he can save Iris.
1: Yeah, and I can't blame him. I would do the same goddamn thing for my daughter. Really.
0: Right. So right as he releases him, Gypsy shows up and fucks everything up. Yeah, he's literally about to say like Sabatar is, and she's like, hey, "What the fuck are you doing?" And like and I was like, "Joe," uh,
1: and then Joe turns around and he's gone. Oh, Joe was fucking pissed.
0: Oh yes, he sure was. If he
1: could do anything to harm Gypsy, he probably would have.
0: So he makes his way to the time vault. <laughs> Abra does he makes his way to the time vault and steals an unknown artifact, it's like a glowing <laughs> orb of some sort. He then makes his way to the elevator atrium area, uh, where he gets surrounded by Team Flash minus. Barry, I don't think Barry was there. But he does some explosive shit and escapes, impaling Caitlyn in the process. The team proceeds to do surgery on Caitlyn, which, with her at the helm, and the help of a mirror in Julian's hands. So she is doing surgery on herself by guiding Julian. Yeah, it's interesting. So they succeed in getting all the shrapnel out and then stitch her up. They then deduce that Kadabra is after a time machine and the thing that, uh, that he got out of the time vault was a power source. Uh, with a crazy chase throughout the city and some quick thinking from Cisco, uh, Barry finally grabs him out of the ship, which was a uh, dope ass scene. Mm-hmm. Barry basically just runs, jumps off a building, phases through the ship, grabs abracadabra and then phases, phases out out the other side. <coughs> well, that's some
1: Addle second thinking right there. <laughs> hell yeah!
0: Well, the ship then goes back to the sixty three hundred.
1: Uh, like people are gonna be in the year sixty
0: three hundred, like what the fuck? <laughs> There's just a ship here, all by itself, like. Uh <laughs> so instead of cutting a deal with Cadabra, Barry lets Gypsy take him, but not before he begged him effortlessly to get the information gypsy take Gypsy takes him anyway um he's a fucker dude, yeah, she felt so strongly against him for killing her partner,
1: which was her lover, I think it was uh, that's what was so hard about uh her and Cisco's little interactions on this episode, right,
0: so Joe sits on the couch and complains about not being able to help save Iris. Barry says he knows how and decides that it's time to go to the future. He's basically just like, well, I've gone to the past so many times and that doesn't work. So I think it's time we just go to the future
1: and can learn about what happens then. Right. And then we saw like the the next scene for it was interesting. We saw a Barry Allen with like long, greasy looking hair.
0: He's like, you're from, he's like, you're <clears throat> from before she dies, aren't you?
1: Yeah, and then, uh, I don't know. It was, in, it was weird. I can't wait for that episode actually. Oh, I it's yeah. going to be
0: awesome. Oh yeah. It's called the once and future flash. So, anyway, I'm there's the an end-stinger scene in the end of this episode. In this scene, Caitlin and Cisco are sh- are sharing some jello, and then HR arrives after being gone on a two-day love romp. Caitlin says, cross supposedly. my heart. What? Supposedly. Yeah, supposedly. Caitlyn says, cross my heart and hope to, and then dramatically dies. Uh, yeah. Julian rips off her necklace, and Killer Frost is born. With, like, a badass explosion. explosion. She's
1: like, boo boom Yeah,
0: I like. I was like, damn, she <coughs> disappeared. But, uh, it was, she was a crazy way there. to was... become Killer Frost, like,
1: It's almost like she transformed into Super Saiyan. Like, it was just interesting. Yeah,
0: for sure. So, uh, The Flash returns April 25th,
1: 2017. Yeah. Leads us right into Legends of Tomorrow, season two, episode sixteen of Doom World. In this new reality created by the Legion of Doom, Eobard Thawne is now the, genis- the genius CEO of Star Labs and has captured Black Flash. Yeah, you know, like Black Flash is like in a room, just like not able to get out. It's interesting. Well, with 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 the fucking Spear of Destiny, you can do anything, apparently uh damien dark is the mayor of star city malcolm merlin's family is alive and snart and rory control central city as captain cold and heatwave um which sucks for mick because he's like you know like they rob a bank and they come out and the cops all surround them and they're like oh it's you snart so they're like oh you can go like what the fuck like mick's like no this isn't this takes all the fun out of this like what's the point in robbing someplace if there's no resistance or if there's nothing that sucks <clears throat> but regardless, they still answer to Thawne as their superior, which they all do because, you know, realistically, Thawne could probably kill them all rather quickly if he felt like it. Uh, Ray, Stein, and Jax work in Star Labs for Thawne. Uh, you yeah, know, Jax is kind of—Ray's like a janitor. Stein is a scientist, like his head scientist, doing sh- figuring shit out for him, whatever. And uh, Jax is some type of lackey that—he like, actually, he like, talks down to Stein, like, real shitty to him. It's interesting. Uh, Sarah and Amaya work as enforcers for Dark. So, you know, they have like a fucking display case of like the green arrow, the hood, the Flash's helmet, like all these superheroes just dead. And, you know, I was like, fuck, like in their universe, they killed all these fucking or in their new reality, I should say. Um, and uh, Nate is a conspiracy theorist. Apparently he's like really weird. Like he's like a hippie. He's like, oh, oh I found some information like. I feel like this is this is wrong. Like you know, this is a different reality, and and fucking, uh, and it takes kind of taking the reverse flash. He's like taken aback by this. He goes, F- "How do you know this?" He goes, "Oh, there's signs." So then he like or they end up. The order was to go out and kill them. He sends Mick and Snart to do it, I believe. Did you just? Um, and so Mick Nick doesn't want to kill him, so I think he he's some. I can't remember exactly how the scene goes, but he. He stops the the killing, and Nate's able to go. I think he knocks out Snart, if I remember correctly. Um, Rip, being the only member of the Legends who is aware of the changes in reality, has given up and now bakes pastries on board the Wave Rider, like making these extravagant cakes. Like just that's all he's. He's just like going crazy. He's like Gideon. (laughs) I think I've perfected my bow. (laughs) I think you have, Captain Hunter. (laughs) So Mick, who is unsatisfied with his easy life of crime, takes Nate to reassemble the legends using Ray's unintentional new invention, the now, reality gun.
0: I talk about fucking goddamn <laughs> convenience.
1: Right, of course he created a fucking reality gun to restore their memories. Like it was just something that he just had to make.
0: This episode was after this point, this episode was purely convenience.
1: Yes. It just things things just happened to be exactly <laughs> what they needed them to be, which is all aw- I mean, whatever. <laughs> So a Stein who is abused by Jax in this reality breaks the gun after later attempts after the latter attempts to use it on him. Now before this they you know uh, White Canary and not really White Canary, but uh, Sarah and Amaya show up to try to get them and then they shoot Sarah with the gun. Sarah goes to Dark and attempts to you know, but and he kinda catches on real quick, but he has his fucking powers in this reality. He goes, Oh, I gotta have my, I had to have my magic powers in this reality Of course. He's um, such a bitch. Yeah, I fucking hate him. But and then he you know, they end up he and she ends up shooting Amaya with it, and then they get out. So all that's left now is Stein. But Stein, fucking, you know, he was like trying to defend himself against Jax because you know Jax is a douche to him, so I, it's understandable. And How did so,
0: Dark know that he had those powers?
1: Probably Reverse Flash told him. Or
0: I yeah, I guess. That even even
1: Malcolm Merlin would have known by then. Like, um, and then Malcolm Merlin has his hand back too, by the way. I don't think we never oh, mentioned yeah. that, which is interesting. He goes, you even have your hand. You can do things. Or he's being a smartass to him. So uh, Stein, who's, yeah, we said that. He, uh, he hits it out of his hand and breaks it before they are able to use it on Stein. Uh, they resolve to reclaim the spear from Thon before he can use his incinerator built by Stein powerful enough to destroy the spear, which is crazy. Um, cementing the new reality. So in turn, it would cement the new reality. You know, get rid of the spear. Nothing can be done to change it. Dark Merlin and Snart also form an alliance against Thawn to reclaim the spear for themselves because they just don't like the fact that he's in control and then, you know, he can change whatever he wants. You know, he you know he could do whatever he wants and they don't like that. They worked evenly as hard to get this. Uh, Dark Merlin and Snart also form an alliance. Oh, I already said that. In a fight to retrieve the spear, Amaya, who attempts to restore reality, is killed by Snart. just freezes her and then he says something like... Or what he says is like, oh, you love her to pieces or something, and he smashes her. I'm like, Oh my god.
0: Oh yeah, it's fucked up.
1: Thus enabling Thon to destroy the spear. Now trapped in his alternate reality forever without their special powers. The defeated legends make a risky plan to stop the Legion from ever getting the spear in the first place. By traveling back to nineteen sixteen and preventing the spear from being taken. Elsewhere, Rip and the Waverider are revealed to be a miniaturized in Thawn's office. He's like a little fucking tabletop decoration. <laughs> he doesn't even know it. Let like
0: <laughs> like if we were to hang a Millennium Falcon in here. Right. So <laughs> essentially what it was. It's so <laughs> weird.
1: But uh, So we're going to get into the season finale of Legends of Tomorrow. It was pretty good.
0: It was good and confusing, <clears throat> but good.
1: Yeah. So Legends of Tomorrow, Season 2, Episode 17, titled Aruba. Most of the team being back together, aside from Stein, since he was the only one that didn't get his memories reversed... Um, he's still working for Thon and Amaya, who was killed by Captain Cold, are soon reunited with Hip.
0: <laughs> <laughs> with Rip, Hip Hip Runter.
1: <laughs> oh, God. So he's soon reunited with Rip.
0: Hip Runter, Captain <laughs> of the Wave Rider. No, what do you call it last Ca- week? Captain
1: of the Rave Rider.
0: <laughs> the, the Rave Rider. No, what you called that? it something. What, the Wave Rider? No, the... Yeah, you said... <laughs> Legends, de- oh man, I can't remember what you called
1: uh, it. Is it a mistake or was I? Yeah, different? you
0: said something you, you started saying something like that. on the episode. Yeah, I don't remember. It was funny.
1: I try to forget my mistakes. No, I was kidding. <clears throat> um, so they're reunited with Rip, who has lo- who has who has, along with the Wave Rider, been shrunken down by way of Ray's atom suit. They break into Star Labs and find the suit unshrinking the Wave Rider, and they all leave, plotting a course back to World War One, nineteen sixteen. Or they have hopes that they will find the blood before it is destroyed? Even with the risk of coming across themselves, even though it's the number one rule in the time travel, because meeting yourself can cause huge distortions in time.
0: Now, I've been thinking about this since we watched the episode. I've been waiting for the podcast to bring it up. Now, is it only, which is fucked up, it's a, <laughs> they fell right into a fucking plot hole in this shit. But they have met themselves multiple times in this show. They even met their younger selves, which should be way more of a fucking problem.
1: Not necessarily, because the younger selves don't know it's them.
0: Right. But I, I feel like, like you said earlier while we were watching the episode, it should be less of a problem if it's the legends from a few days ago.
1: Yeah, from their own perspective, sure, but not a. Co- like, that's what I was saying. I was like, well. Like if I saw myself and I was a time lord I'd be like okay I'm probably just traveling through time it wouldn't be all that bizarre to me. Right. But it's not it's not affecting it's not what's affecting them personally it's what's affecting the time stream itself.
0: Yeah. That I understand. I can get behind that. But yeah. they've met themselves many times like,
1: like not as they are.
0: No. It's just weird. It's
1: different when you're a kid because if you went back in time right now you obviously being aware of going in time are going to see yourself as a child and know that's you as a child. Unless you walk up to that kid and say hey I'm you. He will never know.
0: Yeah. You
1: know what I mean? So it's not going to affect anything because his knowledge of it, you're just another person as far as I he's... I think
0: about that all the time.
1: Going back and fucking yourself when you were a kid?
0: No, not that. that I be? think about just like, <laughs> what if I'm just like walking down the street someday and my me, I come up to myself and I'm just like, yo, like... What the fuck? Like, I, I don't wonder. know what the fuck I would do. Like,
1: that was totally me from the future, man. I'm going to go ahead and just say that. I've now.
0: thought about it, man. I've thought about, like... I I ran. I, remember that time I told you about that old lady I saw at Domino's? You
1: thought that was you from the future? I thought it was my wife. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, I think... Isn't that a dream? No, it was a legit thing. Like, this old lady just came out and didn't order... She came into Domino's, sat down, and stared at me, smiled, and watched me work, and didn't order anything, and then just left. <laughs> and I was like... What the fuck? Like I thought it was so weird, and I could not help but think like maybe that was Amber. Somehow Amber
1: figured out how to go through time and then come back and see you one more time because you. And it worried
0: me. I was like, "Fuck! Like, what if I die?" You'll never know. I know. (laughs) That's the thing that bothers me the most. You could die any day now. I could, and like, I died within our within our the time. You know what I mean? Of being married to her, and she just misses me that much. Either that, or it was one of my daughters. That you know what I mean? Yeah. That have you know that maybe I die before they gain memories of me maybe fuck that frightens me every day <laughs> I mean the only either of them either of the time travel could be invented in one of their lifetimes
1: yeah well I like the way they do it like it says uh, on the big bang Theory, like if either one of us creates time we're gonna walk through that door right now and then they both look
0: yeah they sit there for like <laughs> 15 straight seconds Something's and they're like, like well that's disappointing <laughs> It's funny, though, I love it,
1: but uh, so anyway, so it would cause a huge distortion. Uh, they go back and find Ray. no, they go back and Ray finds the blood again only to be intercepted by Doom World Thon. We say that because we're going to see two types of each people or whatever. some of them are from the timeline that they went back to, and then some of them are from Doom World Time. so we specify each time, so the Doom World Legends, which are the ones that you know that got their memories restored concoct a plan to steal the spear from themselves stalling themselves Mick's like oh stealing from myself that never done that should be interesting or whatever <laughs> <laughs> so uh Rip, Nate, and Jack's attempt to steal the spear but past Sarah is suspicious Mick successfully getting the spear no so Mick successfully gets the spear like he's like re- renewed a sign of his duty and you know it was pretty clever well he's a thief that's, what he, that's one thing he's really good at so and kicking ass and uh But Nate's habit of taking too goddamn long Makes it so that they cannot exit the ship Due to the risk of running into themselves Um, Doomworld Thon meeting with past Merlin Captain Cold and Damien Tells them what's going on And he leaves to get backup So he says The Doomworld legends being ousted by their past selves Get captured Where an interesting meeting then occurs Mick threatens to knock his own teeth out (laughs) Which is funny They're like looking at each other It was pretty good special effects dude It looked like it was him looking at each other Couldn't tell and he's just like, uh, he's like, what are you looking at? And he goes, i just wondering what you look like without teeth. And I'm like, fuck, man. Imagine threatening your own self. like <laughs> You know you're a badass. You're like, man, I'm going to start a fight with this dude. Like, But uh, <laughs> Doom 1 legends end up explaining their situation to the past legends, saying that they have a one-way trip, meaning that they know that if they succeed, they will not exist. Because if they prevent them from getting the spear at all, they will not they could never have existed. So they know they're not gonna make it. They either gonna die trying or they're gonna die succeeding, regardless. Um the past legends must succeed as they try to depart a time storm develops, throwing them right back to nineteen sixteen. Now they must make a break for the other wave rider, where a little battle between both teams of Legends and the Legion occurs. So it was like both sets of the past legend past legends and Doom uh, Doomworld legends versus just the past legion.
0: Right. Minus yeah. minus we'll, we'll get there.
1: With the, so yeah, so with a few Doom legends deaths, so like Jax dies, he gets he like takes an arrow for Stein. Yep. Um uh fucking uh fucking reverse flash rips the fucking heart right out of Adam. I was gonna
0: say lest we forget uh <laughs> that scene right when they were when they got to it was cool because they showed they showed how that little crater ended up with the yeah cuz he shot it open yeah but in this in this time he grabs it first instead of just letting it it's weird it doesn't really make well, sense.
1: well we don't know what would have happened if doomworld Thawn didn't show up he completely you know what i mean yeah that's true. doomworld thawn technically shouldn't have been there
0: but in the episode last week when they grabbed that like they just like show up and it was sitting on the ground because you called it out
1: yeah but it was in the box when when yeah. when adam picked it up it was in a chest of some sort But Reverse Flash showed up and got it, which normally he might not have because he also came back in time. So we don't know what would actually happen. Like something else might have happened that would cause him to drop that, which is why they found it themselves not long after that. That's true. Reverse Flash just fucking ruined that part for us. But um, So a couple of them die. Jax takes out Merlin, which is kind of interesting. He like took him by surprise enough to take him out. And uh, Sarah finally defeats Damien Dark, which she kicked it. Or so we... Th- or, no, no, it says uh, the Legends come out on top with Jax taking out Merlin and Sarah finally defeating Damien Dark, or so we thought. And what we mean by that is so we thought the Legends came out on top. <laughs> because right then, Thawne arrives with his backup. At least 20 or more other reverse flash time remnants. All will be lost unless Sarah uses the spear. So, like, facing off against one reverse flash is crazy. Facing off against twenty or more, you fucking crazy him.
0: <laughs> He's got some fucking beach ball sized balls, dude. To
1: do like, that, he doesn't give a fuck about the time stream, man. Like
0: it's crazy. Even so, like he he. Who knows where he grabbed them from? He yeah. just like wa- ran to some random time. And was just like, hey, yo,
1: you want to kill some motherfuckers? <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they all just agreed to it. It's just crazy. Why would they not? I mean, I guess like, who, how, who can you if you if you Now, went back to yourself five days ago and was like, yo, we got to go right now and kill some fucking dudes.
1: If I was regularly was killing dudes, then sure.
0: Or, you know, I don't even know what would be a great example for you.
1: I don't fucking know. I don't know, but I don't know. I would I would just be like, all right, me. (laughs) See, but that's the difference, too, is that reverse flash knows that he can do that. So if reverse flash sees himself, he's going to be like, "Okay, this is not out of the ordinary. Like. This is totally possible. I've done this. Like, so it's not like it's weird.
0: Yeah. I Man, I, I thought time travel is fucking crazy, dude.
1: Right. Well, yeah, well, you're, you got your combo book coming out with dealing with your own time travel shit, so. I know. So, uh, I anyway. This shit. With the temptation of bringing Laurel back, she overcomes it going back to 1916. Thon grabs the spear from her, and when he u- uses it, he learns that Sarah seceded. She nullified the spear. Right when he's about to stab her, the Black Flash shows up and shuts that shit down, finally killing Thawne, and it just made all of the other fucking ones just disappear. It was cool. What Black was the Flash is of the brutal. Black
0: Flash roaring in Sarah's face. I don't know. He gets like a bee's dick away from her face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a bee's dick? I've never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> what made you say that?
0: It's a tiny... Space. (laughs) Yeah, but that's interesting. a bee's dick away. Well, yeah, he gets like right that fucking close, and then just like it just runs. Yeah,
1: that'd be hard. I'd shit myself. I don't know to prove. I don't know. Maybe she. I don't really know. So instead of killing the legion, Sarah takes them back to where they were recruited. Now it would have been so easy for her just to kill Damien Dark and prevent him from ever killing Laura, but she knows doing being through what she's been through with all this time shit, she knows that's not the right way. She has to let it happen. So she takes them back to where they were recruited by Thon and their memories are wiped with, with men in black type fucking flash gun thing. So finally all is well but it must
0: only it must only I'm sorry to interrupt but it must only wipe short term memory? it will just wipe whatever they want. Probably oh, they'll probably yeah. program I it. I don't know. I was thinking about that. What if like he was just like what the fuck am I doing here? they probably
1: pre-programmed to where they'll just remember why yeah all like, that would be gone. I don't know. So, finally, all is well, but Rip decides to leave, being that Sarah's the captain now, and then, you know, he's just going to go out and do his own thing. The time captain, the time lords don't really exist anymore. You know, they're really the only ones doing it. So, they plot a course for Aruba 2017, which, which fucking Mick has been asking for all episodes. He's like, well, wait, this wouldn't have happened in Aruba. Like, yeah. he just really wanted to go to Aruba, see some women in new bikinis, and get some drinks lit on the fucking beach. Like, we're going to do in Florida this year. But. Right. Um... Only to be thrown into 2017 Los Angeles, where they quickly realize that they might have ruined time <laughs> due to the fact that there are futuristic-type buildings along with the appearance of fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> so apparently they are in the Dragon Ball Z world, because <laughs> only in Dragon Ball Z can you find capsules where you can create cars and whatever and fly them around, and then there's fucking dinosaurs roaming to Earth at the same time. Like So you're yeah, going to come that... across Kid Goku or some shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be crazy.
1: <clears throat> Just trying to gather some dragon. Maybe they gotta drag gather the dragon balls.
0: To get to wish of, uh, this shit away. <laughs> get a hold of uh, the fucking dudes doing Light of Hope. Yeah. <laughs> get that shit in there. Get that shit in the mainstream, yo.
1: And speaking of Light of Hope, the new. Tra- if you guys have ever watched Light of Hope, the first one, the live action Dragon Ball Z, these uh, YouTube guys put it together, and it's you know for what it is, it's fucking great. Oh you know hell I mean? yeah! For not being like a studio, you know whatever for whatever the. the Whatever they're doing is fucking awesome, and we saw a trailer for the next one, and it looked fucking cool. So check that shit out.
0: Immediately. Immediately. So, Arrow, season five, episode 18, <laughs> disbanded. Now, this episode was crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Oliver, having disbanded the team, has completely given up. While John and the rest decide to do, to still do their duties, Chase is still preventing, or pretending to mourn the loss of his wife, which is, He's is, amazing actor. yeah, he is, fu- he is a fucked up dude, and he really is. He really is an amazing actor. Just not even, not even. I'm not even talking about the guy who plays Adrian Chase. Just talking about Adrian Chase, the character is an amazing actor. Um. So, he is in protective custody. Oliver is being very un-Oliver and invites the Bratva to Star City to kill Adrian Chase in exchange for some drugs that apparently are better than heroin or something like that. So, we get Anatoly in this episode, which I'll bring this up when Lane comes back. Uh, Meanwhile, Helix has found a video of Prometheus taking off his mask, but his face is blurry. Uh, due to a scrambling device stolen from Court Industries. It's like a device that he carries on him all the time that allows his face to appear pixelated, like an episode of Cops or something. Um, So Felicity needs to get her hands on this actual device in order to reverse engineer it and make the video non-pixelated to gain evidence that Chase is Prometheus. Um, So Diggle has many failed attempts at taking Oliver out of this slump and tries to recruit Felicity but she seems to agree with Oliver. So during this conversation Curtis looks at her computer and discovers that what they you know what they are up to. So Adrian Chase is being transported somewhere and is ambushed by the Bratva, but Team Arrow minus Oliver uh step in and prevent it. But Curtis intercepts Chase, gets his ass kicked, but his T-Sphere steals the scrambler device that Felicity needs. And then Curtis brings it to Felicity at Helix, and blah, 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 blah. Um, So Oliver shows up at Diggle's house and punches him in the face. Immediately after Diggle finally seems to get through to Oliver, so Oliver gets the team together, minus Curtis and Felicity, because they are breaking into Court Industries. So after Curtis locates Helix and provides them with a device, there you go, that's where it was. Um, They they de-encrypt the video. Uh, Oliver and them show up a building where they are stealing drugs and uh, have hostages. But Team Arrow comes out on top with zero casualties. All right, now Lane's back, I can bring this up. So I just found out just this past week that Anatoly is the KG Beast. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah,
1: I didn't Anatoly really put that together.
0: Anatoly Kanizev or something like that. I never did either. I never, that's crazy. So Anatoly exists in both the DCEU and TV universe right now, which is cool. Um, so if you didn't know that, there's a little bit of information for you. So they come out on top with zero casualties. After an emotional rooftop conversation with Oliver and Anatoly, he said his, he says his best men are staying behind to seek re- revenge on the vigilantes that took them down. And Felicity releases the video of Chase to the internet, and Dinah takes it to, to the police. When his guards are alerted, Chase kills the fuck out of them and gets away. Um, he drives in the car into the city. Listening to "It's a Beautiful Morning," the team is back together minus Oliver for now. Yeah, he even says
1: He's like, "I'm," um, you know, he's like, "I'm going to set it out for a little bit." He's like, "But I'm still going to be part of the team, just I'm not going to be the arrow." Right. So All right, I got to say real quick. Remember earlier how I told you that Brittany said I looked like somebody? Yeah. And I couldn't remember.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> like, you're you're gonna start looking like that with your hair? Interesting. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> is that what made you decide to get a haircut? No, I, uh, <laughs> you don't want to look like uh, Harry, I guess. No, not Harry.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah Harry. Lloyd Christmas, Lloyd Christmas, right? And then Harry, uh, whatever I can't remember. Last I don't name. even know his last name. Yeah, did you say Arrow Returns April twenty sixth? Yes. Yep. But yeah, that was a good episode too. Like, I still want to fucking know who the fuck vigilante is, but
0: I don't think I. I they somebody said that we're not going to find out until next season.
1: Oh no. Oh, well. He's not really he. He just shows up every once in a while, so it's not like it's...
0: I mean, it's, it's wild to speculate. I don't know who the fuck he's going to be, but... Somebody said, what if it's Curtis's husband? Interesting. <laughs> I don't know why it would really matter all that much, because they don't really talk about it. Too
1: what if much. it's just one of his T-spheres? <laughs> like, they just demask him him with just a little tiny sphere. It's like, I was against you since day one. <laughs>
0: I don't know, dude. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't.
1: I mean, that's obviously not it. I just think it'd be kind of funny, like, like they demask him It's just a sphere, and the clothes just fall away, and it's just a sphere. They're like, "Fuck you." <laughs> that
0: feels so like, so Scooby Dooish.
1: I was thinking the same thing. Like, like when they
0: when they demask Scrappy Doo at the end of the live action movie. Yeah, it's just like a tiny little dog inside of a fucking. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's weird.
1: <clears throat> so next week. We are not aware yet if we are going to skip next week because we don't really have anything, any new stuff this week. Um, We might, you know, maybe it depends on what we're really doing. Right. You know, in our personal lives. But, you know, we could watch some movies or whatever. And we do got to do a Gotham catch up so we can start talking about Gotham either this week or next week. Let's
0: look at the calendar here because so next week, next week is the only real off week we have. This week would have been an off week had we done double Arrowverse last week. Yeah. And This week would have been one of them weeks where we were just kind of we just would have talked something. about legends. Yeah, we would have just talked about legends and something else. Well, we had something planned, but we decided at the last minute last week to do just or er, to do what we did today. Right. So next week will be technically a week where we don't have. When does any. Gotham come back? Gotham comes back the following week. What day? Uh, Monday, the twenty fourth. Twenty fourth. Along with Supergirl. Arrow and Flat, you know what I mean. All of them. Well, so that's no. But and d- Flash.
1: does Gotham will air on Mondays? Yes. Okay.
0: So mm. now, if we go, we not be able. To, we might not be able to talk about it. Yeah, we won't be able to talk. It, it'll all premiere the following week. So next week will, in fact, you know the next two weeks will. In We're going to pretty much
1: be, be a week behind every time we talk about Gotham because.
0: Well, no, we are already with Supergirl.
1: I know, but we're not going to be able to talk about Gotham until the Monday.
0: Yeah, so... It's the same.
1: If it's going to come out on 24th, we're going to talk about the first episode that it's come back on the 1st.
0: Yeah. On May 1st. So... But yeah, so we so have We have two weeks here with nothing. You know what I mean? The, that week... Wouldn't it
1: splash an arrow? And let, oh, that, that all comes
0: back It that all week. comes back the same week. Okay. So, you know what I mean? we'll so either air, either we'll,
1: we'll, we'll do a Gotham catch-up next week or we'll do a Gotham catch-up along with the, the CW-verse. Which we probably should just do it next week.
0: Well, no, because it, it'll all premiere this week. When we we're going to be podcasting the day that Gotham and Supergirl premiere. Oh, back. so we're not
1: going to really have a. So oh yeah, we're, we're not going to have a podcast have for seventeenth or the twenty fourth. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay, that makes so sense. So then
0: we won't. We'll, we'll do that premiere. Well, every so, week we do an episode. We're already one yeah, week yeah. behind. You know what so I mean? So on
1: the twenty fourth, we're going to talk about. On the twenty fourth, we can do it now. We will talk about. We will catch up on Gotham.
0: Yeah, so next week yeah. Next week
1: e- either gonna be some random movies we find or just nothing.
0: Yeah, or a skip week. One yes. or one or the other. But we'll try to you know, we'll try to we'll try to come up with something.
1: But for sure, we're gonna make sure we're gonna do on the twenty fourth, we're talking about Gotham, everything that's happened up until now, so we can put it into our fucking repertoire or fucking whatever you want to call it.
0: Yeah, and then and then so we'll have to we'll have to do premieres for or yeah, the the mid season premieres for May first, but then it looks like May eighth, if everything works good, we'll probably be a Guardians of the Galaxy two special. Hopefully. If everything
1: works all right. Right. Yeah, but along with our personal lives, it's not always it's not always feasible to go see a movie on its release date, but we're gonna try. Either way, we're seeing it in theaters and we're talking about it before it hits D V D, so don't worry.
0: Yeah, at some <laughs> point in the month of May we will see that movie. But and then and then we'll be we'll be behind again, you know, we'll have to do double show a double show soon. After right. that. That's and fine. And whatever, but.
1: but... Yeah, so just keep in mind, like I said, next week, it could be, look out for something. If it's not there, don't worry. It's just a skip week. But the 24th, if you're interested in Gotham and you've been waiting for us to talk about it, the 24th is going to be a very important episode for you to listen to. Yeah, so, we're
0: going we're gonna to recap all three seasons up until the next premiere and episode.
1: we're going to have a feature of music by a guy that we have met through podcasting, yeah, his, he writes he c- his own music for these episodes. Now he doesn't do it for the episodes, but he sees the episodes and then he writes music, like orchestras or whatever he does. Yeah, he
0: composes his own his own tune. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Where is
1: it, Julius Eigner Eigner, Eigner? I'm guessing Eigner.
0: He's from Germany, so I'm not really sure.
1: But yeah, so he does some pretty good music, and then he is going to allow us to use it.
0: Yep, I, so, I contacted him, told him we were doing a Gotham episode, and said I would really like to have um, some of your music featured on here because he we he can get him to, if we to Skype in or something. Um, yeah, we might be able to get him to be a guest. We have to ask. I'll him. talk to him about it.
1: We have a, we have two weeks to, to get him in. It.
0: Yeah, he he is very well known in the Gotham community as far as um no he knows he has a Facebook page called the Tanya Pinkins um, fan group, and Tanya Pinkins played. Hugo Strange's assistant. I can't remember her name right now, but he, she was the black woman doctor. Um, he is friends with her on a personal, first name basis. He, spe- you know, she joined the group, and they, and this group is—it's a huge group. Massive. Ethel Peabody. Ethel Peabody. That's right. It's a—it's a pretty massive online Facebook group that all support and follow this guy's music.
1: <laughs> if she ever listens to this episode, she will not do an episode with us. because You couldn't
0: <laughs> remember my fucking character name. <laughs> But he has been he has been in the in trying very hard. Now she's agreed to do it, but he's been trying very hard to get her. Um, I can't remember their their real life names, but um, the guy who plays Lucius Fox and Hugo Strange himself to appear on *Nerdtocalypse*. Um, we, you know, we're, it's all still in talks. Right. But we're working on it. So maybe if I ask him, he'll be a guest on the show, and we can get the. Um, Talking with him and and reminisce about Gotham and the beauty that show is. It's a good show.
1: Um, and then, well, that's going to be an exciting episode to just talk about everything that's happened, man. Yeah, because
0: we haven't at all. I mm-hmm. mean, we talked briefly about Jerome Velasca and stuff.
1: We're gonna have to prepare. We have two weeks to prepare for a good fucking long ass Gotham episode. Yeah,
0: and that might be why we skip next week. We might just sit down on Monday and pr- we're gonna watch that it all episode. again. No, I'm <laughs> we'll definitely look up some some sort of recap of, of everything that's gone on. Right, um, and then we'll you know we'll have an entire Monday to just prep yeah, a yeah. whole episode, a
1: awesome! I can't wait to talk about some of the shit, man. Uh, we've been, we've talked about like the Joker and stuff, but I can't wait to go in more detail about all of it. Yeah, oh, baby. There's,
0: a, there's a lot. Gotham is very, and then this officially marks the the day that whatever whatever day that you hear that that marks the moment that we have added Gotham to the repertoire. So yes. next year or later this year, when all the Arrowverse stuff comes back. <laughs> And Gotham comes back. Gotham will, yeah, Gotham will be added to the the lineup of five shows. Mm. So that just makes for an extra little an bit of extra show a week. one more fucking thing that we have to watch. We got
1: this. Dude. We ain't nerd apocalypse for nothing.
0: <laughs> we'll have to, we'll probably, we might have to add Gotham to like a different night of the week. I don't see why. If we can get it all done in a Monday. Why not? Yeah, we probably could.
1: Stay up late as shit. I don't work till five on Tuesdays.
0: <laughs> but, yeah. Well, sometimes we have a hard time getting through Arrowverse stuff as it is.
1: Yeah, but I don't do anything anymore like play D&D or anything, so our Monday nights are literally infinite.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, not literally
1: infinite. That was redundant, but whatever. Yeah. But All right, so that was episode 53. Thank you for joining us, Um, and we will see you next week we'll or keep the you week posted. After?
0: Go Go to our Twitter page, follow us if you haven't already, and you'll know ahead of time about Nerd, nerd,
1: nerd, nerdy, nerd, nerd. (laughs) Later. Nerd. Uh, Instead of a man, 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 manly man, 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 like uh, oh yeah,
0: two and a half nerds, two and a half nerds. (laughs)
1: We're gonna get a kid nerd up in this bitch. I don't even remember what I said at the beginning of this (laughs) sentence. (laughs) Grandpa Simpson, he's a hoot.
0: All right, bye. We at Nerd Talkalypse Podcast assume no claim in sounds, references, music, and graphics and are not affiliated or endorsed by any companies involved, such as Disney, Lucasfilm, Marvel, DC Comics, Warner Brothers, Sony, comicbook.com, or any of their affiliates. Nerd Talkalypse is a non-profit generating podcast made for entertainment purposes. We can be found on social media at facebook.com slash and on Twitter at nerdtalkalypse. You can also email us nerdtalkalypse at gmail.com. We really appreciate you listening. Please subscribe to us at any of the following servers. iTunes, Stitcher, Satchel, Player FM, and TuneIn Radio Or also on Facebook every Monday for a live viewing of the show. Please, if you enjoy the show, let us us know via email or review on iTunes. If you'd like to be a guest, either in person or via Skype, please send us an email. If there's any subject matter you wish us to discuss, please let us know. We will do all the necessary research to bring you that specific content, either in our next episode or a special of your very own. Thank you again for listening to Nerd Talk Live's Podcast.